Sometimes going to the grocery store can be chaotic. There doesn't seem to be enough time to check the list, make sure everything is there, search for the best prices, and take the time to make sure you get the best quality meat. So let ButcherBox help you out. Giving you peace of mind, ButcherBox delivers high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust straight to your door. No grocery carts required. Humanely raised, no antibiotics or hormones, 100% grass-fed, free-range, and crate-free, what more can you ask for? What about free shipping, customized box plans, exclusive member deals, recipe inspirations, tips, and tricks? You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. Hey guys, I have a podcast that I think you'll really enjoy. Proof, the investigative true crime podcast co-hosted by Susan Simpson of Undisclosed and Jacinda Davis of Evil Lives Here is releasing its highly anticipated second season where they investigate the murder of 18-year-old Renee Ramos. The first season, which if you haven't listened to yet, you totally should, saw the release of two Georgia men serving life sentences for murdering their friend, Brian Bowling. And thanks to evidence unearthed by proof, on December 8th, 2022, both Daryl Lee Clark and Kane Joshua Story were finally freed after 25 years behind bars. With that same investigative drive, Susan and Jacinda are on the case again, and this time, they are on the streets of Manteca, California, to find out who really killed Renee Ramos. In proof, murder at the warehouse, you hear how, on June 5th, 2000, Renee's body was found buried beneath a pile of debris inside a new Home Depot building. And how, despite tips hinting at alternate suspects, her boyfriend, 18-year-old Jake Silva, and 33-year-old Ty Lopez were arrested and convicted of her murder. Fans of true crime and investigative series won't want to miss this riveting new season. Follow the case as Susan and Jacinda uncover long-overlooked evidence about what really happened to Renee, by listening to Proof, Murder at the Warehouse, wherever you get your podcasts. I want to say thank you to Best Fiends for sponsoring another episode. We've talked about it before, but after listening and consuming true crime all day, sometimes I need a bit of a break, a chance to clear my mind and have a little fun. So my go-to when I need that little reprieve, or when I'm sitting in the parking lot for a school pickup, is absolutely Best Fiends. It is a fun and casual game filled with engaging puzzles to keep your brain entertained. The last time I recorded an ad, I was on level 90. And just since then, I have jumped all the way up to level 156. I'm very excited. And let me tell you, this was a lifesaver during the holidays. It doesn't require internet, so I could play no matter where they took me. The game updates monthly with new levels and challenges, so you never lose interest. Engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters. Trust me, with over 100 million downloads, this five-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must-play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. Remember, that's friends without the R. Best Fiends. In December of 1981, the arrest of one man who gave no fight and went with police willingly ended a years-long FBI manhunt. 
This man, Stephen Morin, was born on February 19th, 1931. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. It is difficult to tell the story of Stephen Morin. We do know it began on February 19th, 1951. But from there, things get complicated. That's because Stephen was better known as the Chameleon Killer. He spent years changing his identity and evading capture. This means many of his crimes haven't been connected and are likely to remain a mystery. But this is what we know. On December 11th, 1981, an already established serial killer shot and killed 21-year-old Carrie Marie Scott in San Antonio, Texas. He didn't intend on killing the girl. He didn't intend on killing the girl. She interrupted him, stealing her car, and after he pleaded with her to leave him alone, she relented. She was shot right in front of her place of employment, just trying to stop a man from taking her car. Later that day, he abducted Margaret Palm from a shopping center. She drove with her captor for 10 hours before convincing him to get on a bus to Austin. She even bought him his bus fare and sent him on his way. She reported him, and when the authorities finally caught up to him, he surrendered without resistance. This ended a four-year manhunt for Stephen Morin, a man on the FBI's most wanted list for many years. At the time of his arrest, he was suspected in more than 30 violent crimes all over the United States. He traveled from town to town, each time with a different name, names he picked from tombstones while wandering grave sites, a new look, and often a soundproof van. It is believed that Stephen Moran began murdering in 1969 when he was just 18 years old, But the accounts of his crimes start in 1981, when he was almost 30, and span a year before his December 12, 1981 arrest. He was known to rob, murder, and often rape his victims. There are three confirmed, but due to his chameleon ways, it is difficult to know what his victim count really is. In order to do so, one would have to find all of his identities and search the crimes of that individual name. He was officially charged with the deaths of Jana Birch of Corpus Christi, Cheryl Ann Daniel in Las Vegas, Sheila Wallen in Golden, Colorado, and the shooting of Carrie Marie Scott. He withdrew all of his appeals, pled guilty, and was sentenced to death by lethal injection. On February 13, 1985, Stephen Morin was executed by lethal injection. Because of his long history of drug use, The execution technicians were forced to probe his veins for nearly 45 minutes before finding a suitable one. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on February 20th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.